Warning! This podcast may contain naughty language, including the C-word. Listener discretion is advised. Hey everybody, it's Ninja Jingles. Let's welcome to Movies, Music, Trading News, Games, Sports, Current Affairs, and anything else that pops into our brains. I am Dave Shingler, and spirits move me every time he's near me. It's Clay Ambuli. Son, I was only 30, and I only went with your mother because she was dirty. Hey! hey. Shingler's list. Good, uh, good good, day of the sun, Dave. Good day of the sun. Good, good day, day of the, of sun. the sun. It's Sunday. I am wide awake today. I can tell. Ooh, I've had a lot of sleep, and I've yeah. just had a coffee. I'm feeling grand, Dave. I've had a, 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 a quite a nice restful day as well, so, yeah. Yeah. so there's no chance of me falling asleep oh, that's during good. the recording of this show. Well, we, we, we haven't had to worry about that as yet. No, not yet, not yet. Although, I'm, I am at that age where you, you get to about four or five o'clock and you have the, you know, dad's falling asleep on the sofa thing, like, that's where, well, that, we, that's me well, at we, the moment. We do need to get into this. I do believe this is a topic of conversation. Oh, okay. Um, what I'm going to co- try to call it, Dave, is middle-age mildness. Oh, yeah, yeah, that works, yeah, that I've, works. I've gone from wild to mild. <laughs> it's taking you long enough, though. Do you know what, though, I've been Dave? there for ten years. Do you know what, though? <laughs> it's happened overnight. It's not been a feeling that has come to me. It's not been a feeling yeah. that I've been subconscious of. I've just gone from... I mean, cracky, I was playing football last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I felt great. I had a spring in my step. I had a run. I had... Um, I had a run and I had all this stuff going on around me. And then all of a sudden, old. Mm. It catches up with you. Sometimes it takes a bit longer for, for people than others. But um, I've, I've felt old for years now and I've been trying to do everything to counteract that. But um, but yeah, it does get it gets to you eventually. Have you had any issues with eating yet? Where you, foods that you used to love eating, you, you can no longer eat without getting raging heartburn. I'm currently, <laughs> as you can see, Dave, I'm currently surfing around that at this mm. moment in time. I'm finding out there's food I can no longer eat. There's fa- I'm finding out there's activities I can no longer do. Yeah. And if I do do these said activities, it results in ne- needing a two-hour nap. <laughs> Just having a little sleepy sleep, like yeah, and just needing a little sleep. Yeah, no, okay. I'm with you. I'm I'm 100 with you. So mm. that that's currently where I'm at right now as an older guy. So th- there's certain things I'm eating now. God, I used to eat sandwiches like there was no tomorrow. I used to love sandwiches. I used to love toast at night and yeah. everything else. Yeah. What the hell's happened, Dave? I have two rounds of toast at night, and I wake up like a big bloated <laughs> monsoon. All bloated now. Up. I'm with you. Lying on this, in bed, going, "What's happened with my stomach? I've put on seventeen stone overnight. Mm-hmm. When did in this happen? In air. When's this happen? When does this start? Do you know what, man? When's it's, it finish? It started happening to me as well. Well, my lady, she's um, uh, she has a gluten intolerance. Yeah, uh, and that only started a few years ago. Um, you know, and we're all the same age, roughly. And yeah, so hers started a few years back. And um, but before that, you know, she could eat whatever she wanted. But she's developed a, a dairy and um, gluten intolerance, and it's the same thing. You know, she has too much bread. You know, she can she has a round of toast. She's all right, all right. But if she has too much bread, then proper. I'm talking like medicine ball bloatiness in the stomach. But it's recently, I'd say, over the last maybe nine ten months, it started happening to me as well. Mm. And uh, we, well, I'm not sure what it is. I haven't. Um, 
because it's not causing me any kind of discomfort or pain so i'm just like oh god i've gone bloated and and so it doesn't bother me i still eat loads of bread um but i haven't pinpointed whether it is gluten or whether it's dairy or whether you know what food group it is that's making my stomach just go massive um and 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 this week well the last couple of weeks especially there's been something that has been really irritating my stomach um but yeah, I've not really been able to to, to pinpoint. Do you think it could be a fever? Because I've been more irritable this Maybe, last couple yeah, of weeks. Yeah. See, that's another thing that I never had until about four years ago. Now, hay fever. Let's just talk about hay fever in this getting older stuff now. So anyway, young Cleon with his dog. I say young Cleon. I've just gone past the forty moon, but I, I'm, I'm rocking it quite well. So if mm, I do say so myself, right, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So as you know, I'm walking the dog up the bank, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking to myself. I'm getting really out of I'm getting really out of breath here. <laughs> and you know the adverts, if you walk two meters and get out of breath, you're dying. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And all that type of stuff. So I've got that raging through my mind. And then it dawned on me, it's A fever season. Mm-hmm. Is it A fever? So that's Could something be, yeah. It, yeah. Uh, when did I start getting hay fever? Yeah. I was exactly the same. I I, I had all that hay fever symptoms but didn't realise that it was hay fever because I've never had hay fever. You just can't breathe through yeah. your nose. And uh, I remember saying to the missus, like, I'm going to have to go to the doctors. I think I've got a chest infection. And she's like, oh, it's hay fever. I'm like, I don't get hay fever. Like, well, you obviously do because you've got hay fever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was like... So, yeah, now I'm dropping like antihistamines every morning <laughs> just to get through the day. So, uh, this is what changes. So, since we've got older, we mm. take on hay fever. Yeah. So, for some reason, we're less able to deal with pollen. Yeah. We're less able to deal with what seems to be bread. Mm, cheeseburgers, anything like that. Cheeseburgers. Just can't. Oh, my days. If I have a cheeseburger, <laughs> I'm awake for four hours. <laughs> I have to have a cheeseburger. If I'm having a McDonald's, I'm staying away from McDonald's, actually, just out of principle. But we'll go into that on another podcast. We can do that next week. But if I have a Burger King, mm. it's like it has to be four hours before I go to bed. Yeah. I, yeah. I need time to, in, to, digest, to, to digest things, digest things now. Yeah. And normally, most of the time, when I am digesting said things, I have to go sleep. Have a little nap. Like Stuff to have like a little nap. I don't know what's going on in my stomach as I'm getting older, where every time I eat something, it sets off an internal engine mm. and it goes a little bit further by the by and just says, right, Cleon, it's a bit a lot of, lot of, lot of food in there. It's time for you to have a little bit of a sit down. <laughs> you have a sleep. And a rub of the stomach as well. A little like, rub of the stomach, yeah. Here's another one. When did the pouch start? Well, this is the thing, Cleon, right? You've always, I mean, not always, but in, in recent years, you're... In the, I've been like, I've, been, I've had a gorgeous stomach for yeah, the past your, 15. Your stomach's been very nice. Now, I've I've um, fluctuated, let's say, mm. over the last 20 years, well, probably. You don't <laughs> fluctuate from, like, the chest up. Um, you don't fluctuate from the chest no, up or from, like, the thighs down. No, mine's all gut. Yeah, mine is, is all, all mid-drift. Gut. Yeah, um, so... It's funny we, we've we've stumbled onto this actually with the with with the gut and the pouch and everything because th- this week I've changed my diet again. Right um, now, a bit of a backstory probably for you actually as well because you know we we lost contact for a few years and it was just before we got back in touch that I that I did this. So early two thousand fourteen, my lady's talking to me and uh, she says what. Do you fancy doing anything for your thirtieth birthday, like anything special? I said, you know what I really fancy doing. I fancy doing a skydive, and I think if we can incorporate that into like a birthday thing and then maybe a charity thing as well, 
uh, that'd be quite fun. Now, early 2014 Dave was probably 19 and a half stone. Oh, you were big, I was you? a big boy. Mm. Um, and th- this is all... I've, I've been getting bigger since I was, like, in my teens. You know, I gained a bit of weight when I got to 20. I lost a little bit of weight. And then I would suggest from about 2008 onwards, the weight just kept on getting going on and on and on. In 2014, I was at my peak, you know, and I was in the biggest shirts I'd ever worn, the biggest jeans I'd ever worn. Um, and But I didn't feel unhealthy or anything like that, you know what I mean? But I know that if I'd have carried on on that path, mm. I'd, have, I'd be you know massive these now like because it just i don't know if it was just a shingler thing because all the men in my family we all got big you know what i mean yeah. my dad got big my yeah. brother got big and you know my dad did end up losing some weight like and steve ended up losing some weight but so i want anyway 2014 i'm in my biggest and i won't do this skydive so i do a little bit of research and one of the companies that do it says you have to be 15 stone mm. with all the gear on yeah. to do the skydive. Now I'm like, well, I'm going to have to lose some weight then. So that's the that's the catalyst I needed. And um, I did about two, maybe three weeks of um, calorie counting. Um, I bought a bike, yeah. a push bike, paddle bike, mm-hmm. and I just biked everywhere that I needed to go, work, out, whatever. Like, I just biked everywhere. Um and, and like I say, calorie counted, and I really got into it. And that's when I was like, you know what? I'm starting to feel healthier. Uh, if I stay on top of this now, it's going to prevent health issues in the future. So this is me now. This is me never getting that big again. I'm going to lose the weight. Now, the problem I had in 2014 was I lost it very fast. Mm. Um, it was a lost. It was like 50 pound. Um, in 12 weeks, it would have been. Um, and I dropped down to just below 14 stone. Um, and it got to the point where I was starting to feel guilty yeah. about eating. Mm-hmm. Um, which, and then when that thought hit me out, I was like, no, straight away, like, yeah, this needs to stop yeah. now. Yeah. And literally, as soon as I, I had that thought of, you can't have something to eat. My ad just went, what the fuck did you just say to yourself? And literally, I went across to McDonald's, and I ordered a fucking massive Big Mac. And <laughs> That's I ordered kind a, of the most counterbalanced I, yeah, nonsense I've heard in my life. I ordered a fucking milkshake and chips, and I just yammed it down, and it was lovely. And I went, okay, that we're all right. That was just a, it was a little blip. Did we're you just okay. say you better not eat something fattening? Well, yeah. I'm going to eat all the fat. It wasn't even, <laughs> but because, because it's calorie counting... Like, it wasn't even things that were fattening. Well, you know what I mean? Apples have got calories in them. It's like, yeah. Um, but, so, yeah, 2014, I lost all that weight. And then, you know, I put a bit on, lost a bit, put a bit on, lost a bit, put a bit on, lost a bit. Um, I started running in 2019. It mm-hmm. would have been late 2019. I put a load of weight on over the summer in 2019. And I felt horrible. So I was like, okay, you need to get a grip again. Calorie counting again. Started running, and then I ended up joining the gym where yeah. I did nothing but cardio. Yeah. Um, but the problem I had at this point was I'd started only taking in about 1,200 calories a day, and I was going to the gym every day. So I was burning about 600 off. Mm-hmm. 
so I've literally yeah. 600 calories in my system. Like, you know, I mean, that's no good for anybody. No. Uh, I mean, I look wicked, like, but you know, <laughs> you look um, wicked, but your head's spinning, your eyes yeah, are crossed, yeah. and you, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I got down to about 13 stone then, and then the pandemic happened, and we, we ate food again. Um, but this year, I've tried to get back into the calorie counting, back into the cardio, and it's lasted a few days, and I felt a bit crap, and then I've had biscuits, and it's made me feel better. Do you know um, what I'm doing? Go on. Eating everything. Yeah, yeah. Everything. My my problem is, is I can eat. I can really eat. When I, when I eat, I eat. Oh, there's no, I can like, If we're watching, we're watching like a, you know, a couple of hour film, you know, I'm eating a block of dairy milk, big bag of Doritos, yep. some Maribos, piece water. of cake, yep. some ice cream, yep. maybe four rounds of toast. Mm. You know what I mean? This is all before the film's finished. That's and then, pretty much nightly for me right now. <laughs> and then I'm just like all stodged and horrible. So I was I've been in this vicious cycle for the last maybe three months of okay, today we start again. And then doing three good days and then feeling a bit crappy and then eating a chocolate biscuit, which turns into a pack of chocolate biscuits, and then feeling feeling crap because I've had the food, so I eat more food to make myself feel better. And I've not been able to break the cycle. So I've gone for a complete, and I thought, I need a change. I need a yeah. complete change of routine, and I need to bring something else in that's going to keep me like interested in, in what I'm doing. So this week, I've gone from cardio over to strength. Um, I've basically spent the week picking everything up and putting them back down. That's, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah. what I've done. I've moved over from cardio to strength. And in all fairness, you do enough reps, you get your heart goes into fat-burning territory anyway, you know what I mean? Um, and I've re, um, re-evaluated um, the way that I eat and what I eat. And as opposed to just calorie counting, I'm now looking at macronutrients. And it's not a case of eating enough calories, it's what where them calories are coming from. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I've not seen anybody go at diet the way you do, and I go at it hard. Mm, mm. And you go, you go into like a micro. Yeah. You I, turn into like a scientist. Yeah, I, I think that's always been my thing. If I've got quite an addictive personality, and if I, if I'm into something, then I'm into it, and mm. I have to get into it. So, um, a, a couple of weeks back, I was getting my haircut. I was chatting to my barber, Sean. Uh, we've we've mentioned on the show before and he's been training for ages now and uh, and he was pretty much the same build as as what i am yeah um you know a bit of midriff on the go and whatnot but you know average size and everything but he's he's been training and training really well to the point where you know he's gone from like pear like an up pear shape to an upside down pear you know what i mean yeah, his shoulders yeah, and his yeah, arms yeah, are yeah. big his stomach's yeah. gone thin and uh, and he's been really like looking into his diet and all that kind of stuff. So we we were chatting while I was getting my hair cut about it, and uh, you know he was on about like you know your, your protein, your fat, your carbs, you know what percentage of everything to eat and blah blah blah. Um, so this week I cancelled my gym membership just because I can't afford it in all fairness. You know, my cost of living is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I bought a. We will get into that today. I tell you. The- I bought a workout bench, which I've wanted to get for a while. Uh, it's only a cheap and does the trick. I've always you need them expensive in any shape, way, or form. Um, I've I've all I've always had dumbbells and weights and kettlebells and stuff in the house. So you know, like, you know what, I'm going to move over to predominantly strength training, a little bit of cardio if I feel like it, mm-hmm. and then really keep an eye on what I'm eating. Um, sent a little screenshot of me, me, me macros for a day to Sean, and he was like, Dave, that looks great. He says, if you find that the fat loss is 
a little bit slow just reduce your fat intake you know gradually bring that down and you know just see how you go um and you know what man i've really enjoyed it this week i've enjoyed looking at what i'm eating you know what i mean yeah Pain, not just grabbing something making sure i've got enough calories left and eating it oh i've got enough calories left for this yorkie you mm-hmm. know i've got enough calories left for this burger um paying attention to the foods that i'm eating paying attention to what what's in them um and actually doing some proper strength training as opposed to half arsing it like i used to um and i, I must admit though on i think it was th- yeah thursday um on tuesday i went too hard and i did way too many squats yeah, yeah and yeah. i couldn't walk properly was that when you days. were posting all them videos all yeah. day of you going like rah, I rah, fuck me, man. it rah, was the squats it was the, it was the weighted squats man i just i did way too many and it was like i went hard too fast you sent me the gym um, <laughs> you sent me a picture the next day didn't you Fucking i've come to the gym dave um, i went like i looked at you doing your weights and i was at work and i was like rubbing my belly mm. And I looked at you doing the weights, and I went, oh, I better go to the gym. And I kind of went to the gym. I kind of lifted something up once. It it was the most... (laughs) I've got to be honest with you, Dave. It was probably the most middle-aged gym session I've ever done in my life. Like, I went up and picked up my normal 30s and went, nah. Nah. And then picked up the 20 and the 15 and just did it like... (laughs) Lifted them up about four times. Got on the treadmill did about 2k at about 6.5 yeah. <laughs> nothing really more faster and then went i can't be bothered and i know and just on myself i get why you're doing it the issue i've got is i always got into shape for football yeah and now i'm like not doing now you're not playing now i'm not playing mm-hmm. so it's kind of like <laughs> You have no pride, Cleon. I've lost all type of motivation to mm. to get fit for this season start date. But what I actually really need to do is I really need to start getting fit. Yeah. Because we're at that age now where, you know, big things happen, right? Um, if you don't keep on top of your yeah. fitness, you keep your sugar out your system and all that type of stuff. So I am on a on a gear up. I've, I've penciled it in for tomorrow, but... If you listen to last week's podcast, I penciled it in for last Monday as well. Mm. And if you probably had a conversation with me on the Sunday before last podcast, <laughs> I probably penciled it in for the Monday <laughs> after that as well. So I've got to make I've got to make an action to what I'm doing. I've got to yeah. actually give us a bit of output, but you no, know, one step at a time, or any step, any, at any step, time any would step. be good. But I know where I cock myself up in the gym. You know when I did January. Mm. And I had a month off work yeah, because yeah, yeah. I finished one job and started the next. Yeah. And I did every day in the gym. Yeah, I've started my system off in some fashion. I believe I had a, a childlike body before. Right. And I think I've started my system off in some way, <laughs> in some way, shape or form. And my body's gone, oh my God, we're, we're, nearly, we're 40. We're, we're, we're a grown-up. We're a grown-up in our 40s. We can lift all these heavy weights. And now my body's like, Right, you need work out, Cleon, because we, we know you can lift these weights now. Mm. We know you can get to this. And I went to the gym on Wednesday, and, I, and I, I did a little bit of an older one, but I did get to the 30s. I did do my circuit that I normally do, where I set up three different things, and I'm lifting and putting down, yeah, and yeah. sitting up and jumping up and down and skipping. And do you know what? For, I felt fantastic. Yeah. 
and I felt fantastic on Thursday. I felt great and everything else. So I am, I, I am going to take that little. I'm addicted to that feeling. Yeah, yeah. The feeling that exercise releases. Yeah. So I, I'm, ha- I'm after that a bit, and I've got a bit of a stressful week at work. Mm-hmm. So I might go and do some clanking and banging this yeah. week because yeah. we can't drink in the week and all that type of stuff. Because mm-hmm. heavens, if we drink in a week, that means it's <laughs> you know, a two-day hangover. So yeah, I think um, I think I'll kick in on your on your fitness. Yeah, do it, man, do it. Well, I, I, like I say, my legs were all all fucked up on uh, on Thursday, and I got home from work, and I was like, you know what, I feel like I feel really tired. My legs are still racking me. Yeah, and uh, I was playing catch up with AEW. Um, so I was like, I said to my lady, look, I'm gonna I'm gonna get myself upstairs. Uh, I'm just gonna put the tally on, like take a brew up. I'm gonna relax. Um, rub some muscle balm into me, into me thighs, <laughs> and 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 watch AEW. And it was about quarter past nine. And Sean messaged me, and he just said, "Trained," with a question mark. And I didn't reply. And I was like, oh, "For God's sake!" Yeah. So I put the phone down. Storms downstairs in a bad mood. Don's like, "What are you doing?" I'm going to go lift some weights. <laughs> <laughs> so I did 45 minutes like lifting weights and then went back upstairs and messaging back saying, yeah, I've just trained. <laughs> this is why you see me in a mood with my brother all the time. Yeah, won't be tired, you let the boys down, you know oh, what I mean? Oh, <laughs> I tell you what. The worst person I can... Do you know what the best thing I can do right now Go to on. get my backside in gear is accept me Apple Watch challenge that my brother's been sending me for yeah. seven days. Just accept it for this week. Just go, <laughs> right... <sighs> Starting tomorrow, I'll accept that challenge because every time I look at my watch, I'm going to see he's gone and done loads more exercise than me. Mm. And that'll be me going to the gym every night again. Just playing catch up. Like. Can't you remember in January yeah, when I got really yeah. bad with it? Yeah. I got, ladies and gentlemen, this is how bad I got with the gym. I would be leaving a workout, I'd be, I'd be doing whatever in the day. And I'd see Mitchell has gone and done a workout and he'd done so many thousands more steps or calories than me. I was going back to the gym that night <laughs> and going, right, I'm going to do six more lengths and doing just a little bit more. The problem was, little git, he was going back to the gym after I'd left the gym. To so do some during more. that during that month of January, you just had it was it just got to a daft point. I was in the gym at six o'clock in the morning one morning. Do you know what I found out about being in the gym at six o'clock in the morning? Go on. It's not for me. It's not for you. No. <laughs> it's not for you. No. You basically had an old guy sitting on a rowing machine going, mm-hmm. <laughs> and looking at the re- looking at the buttons on the menu going, I should be in bed now. Even the kids aren't up right now. Why am I here? And then my brother walked around the corner and I'd go, mm, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's why I'm here. I've never been that early, you know. From the earliest I've got there is about half seven. And, uh, and, it, and it, it was, it was Did like- you have the same thoughts? No, I, I was all right with it because I was waking up early anyway. Uh, I've been early. I've I've been early. I've been midday. I've been evening, and I've been late at night as yeah. well. Um, but like in the early in the morning, you get like the everybody's up and going before they go to work. Yeah. Um, so it's quite busy. Like we it. don't get that anymore <laughs> so much no more because everyone's working from home. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, in the afternoon, I always found it was quite pleasant because there was there was enough people in there. To make it feel kind of busy, yeah. Um, but there wasn't enough people in there that you couldn't get on any of the equipment. You know what I mean? Um, so you know there was plenty of 
uh, equipment to use. You know, it wasn't packed. The, the worst time for me in the gym was anywhere between like five and eight at night. It's absolutely rammed. You see, I'm not bothered about it being rammed, not rammed, because I still look really measurable anyway. <laughs> it's just getting on the equipment because there's that I, many I just, people in there. I think it's just how I look in the gym. Mm. Like I, I just must look like like look. I want to get out of here really quick. Yeah, I've got to do this circuit. I've got to do yeah. this circuit. I've got to do this circuit, and then I'm going in the steam room to sulk mm. for the best part. And I'm going to try and knock on 15 minutes in the steam room. Yeah, that's my goal. So that, then, that was me. I want to get in, do my thing, get out. Yeah, 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 and that's that's how I do it. If I've been in the gym for longer than an hour and a half, I'm with someone. Mm. If I'm on my own, I can gym in 50 minutes. Yeah. Get it all in, done. out, shower, change room, like, steam room, everything. A lot of people use the gym to socialise. It's that that's what they like. Some some people will go out and drink. Some people will go to the cinema. Some people will go gigs. Some people will go to the gym. That's that's their social time. They go to the gym. They work out with the mates. They have a good time. They stay in there a bit longer than they, they need to. But it's because they're all together with the mates and they're working out. And and I get that. That's you know that's cool. But. For me, it's not for me. It's I'll get just him, not do me for shit, me, Dave. Dave, hey, Dave, do you want to come to the gym with me one morning? Not particularly. No, no, no. <laughs> Pup? Yeah, that sounds yeah, like a plan. There we go. <laughs> See, there's a massive difference. I saw a post just while we're on that. And it said, the pub is shouting pub to one of your mates is pretty much the man's uh, the same thing as shouting walkies to your dog. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I thought that was dead funny. It proper made me chuckle that Pup? day. But... <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I, I'm not. I don't find the gym social. Don't get me wrong. I like, I like it when I go with the like with Mitch and the big lifter guys and everything, because they really beast themselves in the yeah. gym and yeah, they'll yeah. shout at you and they'll go, "Come on!" and all that type of stuff. And by the time you leave, you're giving them dirty looks. You hate everybody mm. just because of how knackered you are. But you've got a great workout. Yeah, you? yeah, yeah. And that's and that's a great thing. But not. Not on a social, mm. not on a social. No, I don't mind going where people will shout at me. Yeah, but I'm not having a gossip in the gym. I don't. I don't think I've ever had an issue with like. I've. I've. I've always had an issue with motivation. But once I'm doing it, it's getting me started. Once I'm doing it, I've never had an issue with motivation. Like doing the weights this week, doing that extra rep when your arms come down yeah. and you go. I can't push this weight up again, and you're holding them. And it's like, I cannot push this weight up again. And I'll go, but I'm going to fucking push it up. <laughs> and I'll push it up. And like, I'll always I'll try yourself and... yourself in your face with the weight, Jeff. Not yet. No, no, no. Um, I always try and do the, um, you know, that one extra. Like, I'll do X amount of reps, and then on the last set, um, I'll, I'll, I'll do to fail. You know what I mean? I'll go till mm. I fail. Um, so when I've failed, I'll do one more. And or I'll at least try my goddamn best to get them weights back up. Yeah. Um, you know, which is what I did with the squats on Tuesday. It was like I'll do I can do another one, I can do another one, I can do, and then Wednesday I couldn't walk. Wednesday the <laughs> Thursday was even worse. See if I walking like I chirp myself. I do forty <laughs> I do forty squats in this room right now, Dave. I'll show you true pain tomorrow morning. <laughs> I'll show you what a knee issue looks like, brother, with my knees coming out like flipping the elephant man's <laughs> bing, face. But yeah. You'll just be stuck to the wall with bolts on your t-shirts like that, just against it like Jesus on the cross. As every screw fly, flies out my knee and just goes, twing, 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 twing. Oh, fucking hell. Like, yeah, it's an international issue, me doing squats. But no, yeah, we're both, God, we've just had, what, 
a good 25 minutes talking about fitness. I know, yeah. Having a serious conversation. Well, let's bring that shit back down to planet Earth and back (laughs) on here on Shingler's List. Because I've got a question for you, Dave. Go on, then. And I I want the answer to this now. Okay. Where's all the men gone? They crawled up inside their own nuts. Where have they gone, man? They're all tucked into the man vaginas. Days. What has happened to the blokes of this country? What has happened? It's like all the Where big... Did uh, all the men what? Just writing this down. What I mean by this, gents, what I mean by this is why have we, as a species, lost the ability to just go, so? <laughs> We've seemed to have lost that ability. And I don't understand why. And I don't understand okay. how it happened. Okay. But we as a, as a group, as a crew, as, as a species, as... A, a, a leading part of society at one point, we were excellent at just going. And, and so, so. Um, that's good you, for you, and just buggering off. Do you have any examples of um, of, of what's caused you to ask this question? Uh, just looking around, I've, I, I, I feel sorry for my brethren. I really do. Um, I'll give you an example. Yesterday in the cinema, I went and watched Minions uh, for. Yeah. Uh, the, the Return of Gru or The yeah, Young somehow, Gru or whichever know. one it is. Really good film, by the way, Dave. Um, I, I haven't got too many spoilers into it because I was observing most of the cinema for the time. The Rise of Gru. The Rise of Gru. Really good film. There was a bloke sitting with his two kids in front of me. A younger father, I might add, with younger kids. All very nice and lovely. Now, I'm just commenting on other people just from watching him. But for the entire film, he read his phone. Huh. Facebook, like from minute one to the end of the film. Yeah, looking on Facebook because I put my foot on his, I put my foot on his top of his chair, just because of the glare of the phone because he was directly yeah, in front yeah, of yeah. me. Excuse me, can you move your foot off my chair? No, not really, mate. You've got your phone up; it's glaring in my face. So I put my foot yeah. there to stop myself from glaring. Put your phone away. But that's a different story. One of his sons went to the toilet. Yeah. Uh, came back, all was fine. He, so he took both sons and then he got back. And then, as kids do, I need to go to the toilet, Dad. Mm. And he just went, well, Go take yourself to the toilet then. Well, he was about seven. Right. I was like, What the fuck, dude? Get off your phone, stand up, and take your boy to the bathroom. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, just, yeah. just be a bit more present. Mm-hmm. And this is where I'm kind of getting to. We've fallen out of being present in this world. Yeah. And what's happening is we're being very comfortable into kind of falling into the background. Okay. And that's how I feel we're going. Like, we've had this you're not weak if you speak movement coming through Mm -hmm. with men's illness and mental illness and everything. And that's great. But I think social media has gone and cocked this right up. Okay. Because we've got too many people now who are willingly going forward to say, I'm speaking, you have to listen to me. Yeah. Do you see where I'm coming yeah, from? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. You have that. to listen to me. You have yeah. to know how I'm feeling. You have to know what I'm going through. And half the, and half the time, you kind of, well, I don't really care, mate. Mm. You need to calm down, establish a relationship point or a conversation topic, and then we'll have all these conversations. Yeah. But there's too many instances of blokes just coming in and going... Oh, feeling really... And and that type of mentality around when really 
the, the they haven't gotten there's nothing wrong with how there's nothing wrong with what they're doing there's nothing wrong in how they're feeling there's nothing yeah. wrong in what they're doing and i i am accepting all the consequences what i am saying is there's too many blokes who are taking orders and i've tried to skip around this because i was going to categorize karens <laughs> in this there's too many men that rely on an order from their wife or their missus okay okay and it's it's a bit rife across England. And the reason I know this, Dave, is I've done my own census. <laughs> right. So you know school times drop off? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, can you remember dropping your kids off at primary school? Yeah. Right. So can you remember... The, not much has changed. Can you remember the parents in the big SUV that used to just pull up curbside and kick the kids out and say, get to school? Yeah. Yeah. They're still around now. Okay. They're still around. The only difference is now, of all the people that are dropping the kids off at school, it's no longer ladies. Right. It's now men. Okay. Yeah. Because I was there watching them get, dropping a kid off. I bet the kid was about eight, nine years old. Right. Kicked him out of his car. Okay. And just went, see you later. Okay. And just drove off. Right. Right. That same person, I'm bringing it back round. Okay. That same person will be feeling bad later on in the day. Right. Okay. So, not fulfilled duty, feeling bad later in the day, moaning on social media at night. Okay. That that's what's wrong with the world. Am I making any sense? You lost me a bit, but I think so. I think I can. I think I can bring all this together. So, a a person is a. Because of a sense of unfulfillment, yes, it's making them um, low, yeah, and then they're taking to social media to uh, project, yes, them feelings, yes, or maybe sometimes not um, talk about their feelings personally, but maybe project how they're feeling onto somebody else, maybe, yeah, when yeah. when you haven't even asked a question, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah okay, yeah, okay, I get that. Do you, do you get where yeah. I'm coming from? Where you kind okay. of just and you just get there. I think, with regards to and this is a really touchy subject, by the way. And I'm and just so ladies and gentlemen know, I am doing my best. Yeah, we that's all we can do. You, you know, all, all, for as long as we all do our best, that's all we can do. Um, I'm I'm a bit like in two. I'm in, I, I'm like on the fence with the whole like the mental health thing and social media. Um, because if putting the way you, if talking on social media to, um, either people, you know, or strangers on the internet is helping you and your mental health, then more power to you. Yeah. You go for it and you do that if that's going to help. Um, it, but also I, it's not something that I would do. I don't think it was something that I would do. I wouldn't put everything out there. Um, but I'm fortunate enough to have... You've got a support system. I've got a good support network, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And so, and so I, have I, I. Yeah, and I, so I don't have to do that. So I can't really kind of comment on it. But there are instances, and 
I think everybody's really guilty of this, like, because, you know, it isn't, like you said, it's not weak to speak. And, um, you know, talking is the first, it's the first port of call, you know what I mean? That's, you know, if you can start talking about it, then that then we're going to get somewhere. Mm. Um, you know, it's the first step into getting some help. Um, but I also see the other side of it where, and you're right, people, where, you know, people aren't saying and or so or you know because i think there's a lot of people who are like they tell you every day how they're feeling but they're not doing anything about it yeah 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 you know what i mean yeah you did and that might be because they're stuck in this loop of not and they're not they're not able to break their own cycle and they're waiting for somebody to come and break it for them mm-hmm. but there are also people who are play who play on it and yeah. there are people who don't want to break the cycle they don't want to whether that be because you just want a moaning post yeah whether that be because they are scared of breaking the cycle because that's all they know and if they actually you know if they try and fix themselves let's call it for choice of a better word they don't know what life's going to be the other end when they haven't got that you know that illness to fall back on when something goes wrong that sounds horrible, but I know what I mean. I hope everybody can understand what yeah, I mean. Yeah, and I'm really um, sorry I've diced us into these waters, no, no, by no, the yeah, way. No, it's, I've it's, gone from a, fun, a set of fun steak segment to very... Yeah. yeah. It's a difficult conversation to have because, you, like you say, you're always gonna, we're always going to offend somebody. Somebody's going to... Uh, yeah. And somebody's going to go, I'm offended and you need to listen to me. Mm. And, and everybody goes, oh, okay, instead of going, so... You know what I mean? Do you know? Do you know? Be offended then. For the for the record, when we, for the record, one of these days, I'm going to go on to a mental illness podcast, and I'm going to talk about how I got mental illness problems, mm. my me personally, yeah. and what I've been through, mm. and then I'll go now compare. Yeah, yeah. Do, yeah. do you see where? Mm. Do you see? Do you see where I'm coming yeah, from? Yeah, because yeah. some people, I mean, there's some people who can't even afford to have a roof over the red. Imagine that. Mm. Forget, forget right now. If anything else that's going on in the world, you just can't afford to have a roof over your head, and the roof over your head of your children. Just imagine that for a yeah. bloke. Don't matter how much you work. Yeah, yeah. You can't change the situation you're in. That's a true problem. Mm-hmm. That that's a true problem. And I'm not saying problems are bigger than anybody else's, but what? Well, I am. But what I'm also saying is, within regards to mental health, gentlemen. We seem to be going down the line of too far. We seem to be going down the line of every thirty seconds. It's it's a share. It's a a landing, and now it's moved into a, a international companies, Disney's, and everything else, where they're also getting on bandwagons. Mm. What we're falling into, what we're falling into, is a very big problem, which is. Uh, oh, I forgot the word. We'll call it bandwagon riding for today. Yeah. Yeah, 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 no, no, I'm with you on that. Bandwagon riding, where because somebody said something and because somebody said it so many times, it's now cordial. Mm-hmm. So male suicide now doesn't have the same impact as what it had years ago. Okay. Do you see where I'm coming I think, from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm, what I mean by that is it's been spoke about so much and in so different terms that it's it's lost it's been cordial down yeah i understand what you're saying so it's like um like you know people say 
you know, talk. And it's a terrible talk. thing. Yeah, people and if say, anyone knows my backstory, do I, yeah, yeah. People say back. people say talk and speak and whatnot, but I, I I think what what you're saying is now that there's so many people talking, it's kind of like everybody's talking, but it's not helping. It's hard to find the wood yeah. for the forest. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. And there'll be people that are falling out of this due to uh, Barry's. And and if anyone doesn't know, Barry's my queen for male Karen. For male Karens, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Do, because Barry's are yeah. actually killing the system. Do you know what? I, I know people who, because, because there are so many people talking on social media about mental health, they just don't want to talk about their own mental health. Uh, yeah. because it's oh here's another one you know what i mean it's like here's somebody else and 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 then that that's where that for me that's where um i think the damage is being done where people who who need to talk and people who want to talk feel that they can't it's kind of gone full circle because there was that there's that stigma or was maybe still is a stigma attached around mental health and mental illness um, so people wouldn't talk about it, yeah. and now everybody's talking about it. People feel that they can't talk about it because they're just somebody else talking about it, and yeah. it's like, oh, here's another one. It's kind of, it has kind of gone full circle. Um, and it, it's great that people are talking. It's great that people can go. You know what? Actually, I am going to tell. You know, I am going to tell me mate how I'm feeling when I go to the pub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have to be you know, all bravado and drink beers and talk about cars anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm going to sit there and say, you know what, guys, actually, I'm really fucking sad, like, and I don't know why. And it's good that people can do that, and, and it's good that other people are now listening as well. Um, but, I, yeah, I, I do I do get where, what you're saying as well, and, you know, I think it's a very, very fine line. It's getting that yeah. balance, isn't it, and... It's great that more people are talking about it, but is is this is it helping everyone? Can you help everyone? Well, no, you can't. You know what I mean? No, you can't. I suppose uh, one, you know, a, a solution for one person won't help somebody else. No, but, you can't. But processes need to be put in place, etc., for this. And hmm. and like we say, always check on your mates. Yeah, I think I check on every single. Well, I don't check on every single one of my mates. I think we say I hear at least every day. Yeah, or send much. each other a daft message at some point and pretty much yeah. have you heard about this look at this bloody hellfire look at this mm. we do that every day i i do that with everyone yeah with everyone and all with all three of me mates i do i think <laughs> i think it's a point as well it's not so much um i've always said this like it, it's all well and good telling people to talk but it's whether people are willing to listen you know what yeah. i mean so and that's the thing because I, I you know i know loads of people that are like would not give a flying fuck if you know you wanted they don't they still don't understand you know the mental health thing like um and it's okay to not understand it you don't have to understand it you just have to acknowledge and be there and say okay look i don't really know what i'm talking about but let me try and help you and and that's great Mm. but i think one of the best things everybody can do is make a point of letting the your friends and family know that you can be talked to you can yeah. you can come and talk to me about anything that you want to talk about and i will not judge 
you yeah. know what I mean? And I'll be here because that because I'm your friend. Don't feel like you have to put a, a brave face on. Don't feel that you have to, um, you know, not say anything because you're worried about what I'm going to say. Mm. You know, let your friends know that you can talk openly about anything. And that I think that's that's a good move moving forward. Not just telling people to talk about how they're feeling, but letting people know that you're willing to listen yeah. as well. Yeah, no, I think that's a great one. And, and for everybody check on your mates mm. right turn a page let's do this America oh fuck off <laughs> seriously what the hell is going on over there oh my god did America just wake up after the pandemic and go right we're front and centre of the entire world everyone must pay attention to us what's going on did America did America wake up after the pandemic and think it was 1940 what, what the, the fuck? fuck is going on there What's going on? I appreciate that. So what we're going to talk about, very because we we spoke so much last week, so this week's going to be kind of a a hangover from last week with other little bits that we spoke about, and then next week we'll kick into the true podcasting, if you will. Just something I wanted to talk about this week really quickly is the Supreme Court overruling um, the America's decision to rule out abortion across, I think it was all states, wasn't it? Um. So, what was it? Forties. You see, I read. I read about this last week, but we didn't get onto it, so now I forgot. Um. It's. I think it's allowing allowing states to make their own rules about yeah. abortion. Um. And there was one of the news companies put a map up of like which states would now make abortion illegal, which states will just stay as they are, and then which states will be like. We'll we'll judge it case by case, um, you know what I mean. So, yeah, I'm, I, no, fuck, I it's, just think it's mad. It's madness. It is absolutely. Do you madness. know America nearly became a country to which a gun had more rights than a human life? I'm pretty certain. Are you it, aware of that? I'm I'm pretty certain it, it has. I don't know where we are with the Supreme Court yeah. going, oh, no, 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 and where America balances off, because it's a bit of a weird and wonderful place. It's not a wonderful place, it's just a weird place. Mm. But there is a country now on this earth that the gun has more rights than, not a baby, the woman. The woman's, yeah, the woman. So we've got this massive output of... We've got this massive output coming over from America... And I do believe with social media now, it starts to fall over the lines. Yeah. I think um, the, the whole like debate about you know being pro-life, pro-choice, debate about uh, abortion... Um, I don't get the debate. It, it's For me, it's like... Well, I put it up on Facebook a couple of weeks ago when it happened, and it said reasons... Uh, I wrote reasons for women to want an abortion, and then I put number one... None of your fucking business. None of your business. It's her body. None of your business. It's got now to do with us. Fuck all. Fuck all to do with with anyone. Like, and 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 I I fully understand. There's loads of things online at the moment where people are they're explaining all these extreme circumstances uh-huh. of of you know failed um, um, pregnancy. Yeah, failed pregnancies where babies you know dying in the womb basically, and but you can't. There's, there is there is a case it's an instagram post where it's gone viral where this this woman is 
she's so many i think she might be in the fourth trimester i'm not sure but mm. the third trimester fourth trimester the third trimester um and the baby will die right that's what's going to happen um she is and because everything was moving forward and the baby was going to be aborted um and then this happened and she then got contacted by a consultant to say uh yeah sorry we can no longer abort your baby because it's against the law uh, so you're gonna have to go through a full pregnancy and then give birth to your dead baby stillborn uh, yeah Brilliant. and yeah marvelous let's just give us some ptsd it's just fucking it's pathetic yeah and but and i i understand the, the the reasoning behind people putting all these kind of like extreme um reasons why people would want an abortion you know because of like you know problems with because of problems with the baby in the womb because of problems with the mother because the the potential that the, the there was a case years ago where there was a mother bleeding to death she was dying and the only way to save her was to abort the pregnancy and this man this the father of this child this this woman's husband had to beg and plead in in court for them to allow him to to abort this child and yes it went through and yes he they aborted the child but it was debated on for days and days and she was she was literally about to die um this woman was um and what what was going to happen was the baby wouldn't live anyway they were both going to die you know what i mean but so why uh, for sacrificial reasons do we need to do that but the one problem i've got with all of this is why is there a group of people that are so fierce against this. But when I say fiercely against this, they come up with the most extreme reasons to why people would want an abortion. Like, just extremism. Like, you know, the most left-east or right-east thing that you could possibly imagine. And then they come out with those these theories and then they block out centres where you've got ladies going to. And I just think it's really wrong. I just can't get over what America's turning into. Yeah. And is it Biden? Is it is it Trump? Is he what what's been going on? I d I don't know. Um I mean going back to them reasons, like I don't think there doesn't need to be an extreme reason. Sometimes somebody just doesn't want a baby. And, and that's and okay. And, it, and it's horrible. And that's and everything okay. Else. That's fine. You know what I mean? Sometimes somebody just doesn't want a baby. You know what I mean? And regardless of whether it was an accident or a mistake or something decision. that happened, you know, regardless of the circumstances surrounding the conception, sometimes people just don't want a baby. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. It's, it's as hard as it may seem. It's just one of them things where I, I think it's madness. I think it's, I'm I'm glad, you know, for all of of Great Britain's faults. Yeah, you know what I mean. We at this moment in time, and things could change. I am glad I that we live that, that we live in in this country because, you know, that we have access to. It's got its faults, but we have access to a fantastic NHS system. You know, I, what I mean? don't think it has its faults. You know, it's just for me. Yeah, just my, I've never had any. My problems. opinion. Yeah. I don't think the NHS has got its faults. Mm. Does it make mistakes? Yes, it does. Yeah. Has it he- has it ever made a mistake on me? No. Mm. Whenever I've needed an ambulance, there's been one there, and yeah. I've been in some states. 
um, as in crumpled up on a road and all types of stuff. Whenever I need an operation, I've had on the next day from going in in a mess. Whenever I've needed something, you've always been there. I think this country is fantastic for that mm-hmm. type of stuff. Yeah, and and that's the thing, isn't it? You know what I mean? I, I know full well that if something happens to me or a member of my family, I can go to the hospital and I can get treated for it. And I'm not going to get a massive bill at the end of it. And yeah, I might have to wait a few hours in A&E. I might be there for 24 hours before I even get seen. But I'm not going to get a massive bill at the end of it. But you get seen. Yeah, but I get seen. I get seen eventually. You know, as long as I'm not dying, as long as I'm not bleeding out, as long as, you know, it's fine. You know what I mean? (laughs) What's this bone thing here that's moving my leg? (laughs) You know what I mean? I could have a bone sticking through my leg, like, but, you know, as long as I'm not dying, give me a bit of morphine while I'm waiting, jobs are winning. You know what I mean? I'll wait. I'll wait for the surgeon. It's fine. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I've got a a friend who I've spoke about on the uh, on the podcast before, Leah, and she's just gone through a horrendous battle with um, with cancer. And she, the, the, a couple of months back, or maybe a month ago now, she was um, uh, there was no um, I can't remember the 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 the, the abbreviation, um, but she's not quote unquote all clear, but she's all clear. Yeah, the treatments worked; it's been fine. But she's suffered from. Uh, Crohn's disease for for years, and she's had you know dodgy bowels and everything like that, and they knew that the treatment may affect that, and she's back in hospital again. God bless her. Uh, with she's just in agony, she's in crippling pain. Her bowels are all messed up, yeah, yeah. and she's struggling. But she's in hospital. She's been there for a couple of weeks. She's been looked after. You know what I mean? They're trying everything that they can try. They're trying different medications. They, 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 they've, they've had a discussion about surgery, you know, and, and the nurses are looking after her and she's getting fed and watered. And, you know, th- apparently there's a COVID outbreak on the ward. So she's she's the only one that hasn't got it. She's been locked away and looked after so she doesn't get it. The nurses are <laughs> oh, in and out. She's, she's, she's not happy, you know what I mean? She's lonely, but she's getting looked after. And she's not going to get a massive bill at the end of it. Yeah. And, you know, God bless her. Like, um, she's hopefully she's going to come out of the other end of this fine, regardless of, of what they have to do. You know, maybe they have to fit a stoma. Maybe that has to be a permanent thing. But, you know, she's... They can you fix will it. walk out of this building. Yeah, you'll walk out of the building. You'll be fixed. It's going to take a bit of recovery. But then the resources are there for recovery as well. You know, yeah less extreme i broke my ankle once you know what i mean i went to the hospital i got put in plaster i got the plaster taken off and then i had six weeks of physiotherapy on the nhs so you know i didn't really need the physiotherapy i don't think i think i'd have just been able to walk fine but they i went to physiotherapy so they could make sure that the ankle was getting strong again that i was doing the right exercises it was all there and it was all free you know i broke my leg at the mid-covid was it COVID mm. versus one or point two? I broke one. my leg. Was it one? Yeah, yeah. I broke my leg when football came back in COVID before we had the second national lockdown. I broke my leg. I was taken into the hospital of the Monday. I had three MRIs. I had two X-rays. I had three MRI scans, all on the same day, all on the NHS. I mm. saw three different specialists, all osteopaths. Osteopaths. Mm, I don't know. I'll I don't know. <laughs> uh, all knee specialists. 
um, who all gave different versions of what we got. They all got together and came up with the best plan moving forward. I then got physio, to which I was going to another building, which was quite close to home, Haywood, um, and do my physio there throughout COVID, which was weird because the physio started off doing COVID kind of behind one of them nuclear screens that you get in the (laughs) x-ray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, So the physio guy was at the back of the room while I was at the front of the room, and he's like, right. Put them two bands either side of your leg. I'm no. like, mate, I, I've not got a cold or nothing. I feel fine. I'm absolutely great because I didn't get nothing during no, you didn't, that yeah. time. I was fine all the way through. Um, and that was how my physio was done. So I just think in America, what they need to move to is, a, is an NHS model. Yeah. The problem we've got, I think they've got in America, is there's too many it's private companies that make money. as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, they could do it state by state by state. State by state, state yeah. That's Very easy, and just create a bunch of councils. Mm. The same as what England have done, but on, a, yeah. on an industrial scale, if yeah. you will, and actually have it all working correctly and have each state funding the same thing. Or you could have, like, your, your arms, your legs, your fingers, RTA, you know, like the your general day-to-day stuff yeah. that I suppose counts it. Accident and emergency. Mm-hmm. So you could have your A&E funded, and then the second side, you could have them charging for that. Okay. But there's got to be some leeway in America now. America, I believe, is at a tipping point. Yeah. And we're going to move into civil war again very, very soon. And once you start going civil war area and all that type of stuff, that's when some guy from England comes and takes over again. <laughs> but... I, I do think, I, I'm not on that last point, obviously, I do think they are at a tipping point where they can go one way very, yeah, the yeah. wrong way very, very quickly. Right now, they're bossing China around. They seem to be just about getting involved with this Ukraine-Russia thing hmm. going on. They're kind of mimicking 1986 all over again. Um, and I just think, I, I just think um, we need to move somebody else out i.e. Joe Biden, and bring somebody young in that's more up-to-date with the times. Mm. Just my opinion yeah. on no, no, no. on the turds in America. Yeah. Um, I mean, there was, there was the, a theory that he wouldn't even make it through his, um, his office, his four years. I can't believe he's been voted in. Um, I can believe he's been voted in. Um, I, I can't. It's like having your granddad running the country. Well, I mean, when you've got Trump on the other side, I can believe he got voted in. What extremes are they going for? Um, We've gone from yeah Barack, who very nice, very well spoken. Does a good speech. Does a good speech. Very yeah, really well spoken. Didn't really do anything that he said he was going to do. Got- but did a lot of good within his time. Then from that extreme, we went Trump. Now that's like going in a bar. What do you want? Oh, I'll have a, a shandy. I'll have a shandy. What do you want? I'll have a whiskey. That's. Mm. It, it's it's poles apart from one. It's extremism. I think it's turned. Uh, uh, it's it, turned into a popularity. Yeah, contest. it's turned into a popularity contest. That's what I was going to say. And I don't think Britain are too far off that. In all fairness, you know what I mean. It oh, well, I'm with you. A, a popularity contest, and um, well, Key is going to get it now yeah. in England. He's been fined, I believe, and he's really trying the best to do to keep that under wraps today. Mm. It's. I've, I've, I mean, I've said this throughout the last half many years. Where's the where's the opposition? You know, I had to um, um, uh, prepare a uh, hospitality for Keir Starmer last year. Yeah, I remember um, you and um, I had to play nice, like for the good of the company. 
um, that I work for. And um, why were you doing this with a rotten tomato? Well, you know, I met him and he seems nice enough and whatnot. But what I really wanted to do was say, where's the opposition been for the last two years? Yeah. Where's the opposition been for the last two years? Where have you been? Because you don't, you, Labour does not represent me anymore. Well, you don't represent me anymore. The Tories don't represent me. Labour don't represent me. What? Where else? Where do I go now? I, I don't get what he's doing anyway. Green Party? Eh? Who do I vote? Are Lib they Dems? still around? Yeah, they're still around. Are they around. still a party? Lib Dems? Who do I vote for now? I don't know. You know what I mean? Nobody represents me anymore. So, you know. I, yeah. Well, Kier apparently came out and said, Luke, if we find Boris, if I was fined, I'd step down. Now, your opposition's the Prime Minister. So if anyone would have said to me during any time of being in the office of head of England, which he is, yeah? Yeah. Saying, if I get fined, I'm going to step down. Do you know what I'd say? Go fine him. <laughs> Go fine him. I believe it's coming. It's all coming out tomorrow that he's been fined by the Met Police. And the only, the only thing that I've got that from is talk radio. Um, a bit of Piers Morgan brush up what I did last night. And a load of social media stuff that's hit the net, hit the news today. Yeah, I'm I'm having a quick look through the headlines here, and nothing's popped up as of yet. Apparently, the person who filmed that video, Beergate video, says he's going he's willing to testify in court. Um, I don't know what you're testifying like. It's, what you had a beer? You had a beer. If you can find me someone that did not break any rule in COVID, I will find you a liar. Messes. Yeah. Bet there was still one little. I bet you. I bet you go in like she walked in work at one point and she just didn't have a mask on. Because you, you can no, dig she's, into. She's very anal with that mask. I think she still wears it now. Um, I don't know yeah. if that's COVID or you, dude. Maybe. Um. Yeah. 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 But I think everyone broke the rules in COVID now. I'm not too sure everybody did. I know a lot of people did, though. You know what I mean? Um, and I'm not talking like... I'm not saying people, you know, put on massive parties or anything. I had I just football mean, training like, sessions outside. You know what I mean? I just like maybe going and having a brew with somebody that you shouldn't have had a brew with or walking around the park with somebody that you shouldn't have walked around the park with. I'm not talking like having massive gatherings. Yeah, but pretty much that. Yeah, some, uh, people must have done something, you know, but it's one of them. Fuck it. Yeah, Don't think it's anymore, anyway. No, no. And the only other thing I've got to bring to this table today is what is going on with the price of stuff? Everything's really fucking expensive. My lady put... um, Like, really expensive, though. How many litres did she put in the car the other day? I don't know. She put X amount of litres in the car and only one bar went up on the fucking petrol meter. It's just... Yeah, it's crazy. Crazy Here's a question I've got. Why aren't we protesting against her? I don't know. What? We're, we're not protesting against... No, we're very... Yeah, everybody's being very like... Okay. Do you, know, do you know what I have noticed? There's a lot of people going, we should protest, and then not protesting. Like, if you want to protest, go protest. Don't just write it on social media. Oh, I'll go protest. You know then. what I mean? But um, that, I've, I've, noticed, I've noticed... Cleon's going to be on his own outside as of tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> I've noticed a lot of people saying, oh, we should protest, we should we should do this, but they're not doing anything. Um, You know, but... Yeah, the cost of living has gone up a shit ton, and you know we're starting to feel it, um, but we're still managing. So, 
it hasn't really hit us yet, you know what I mean? And I think that's the thing a lot of people are still managing because, and yeah, you know, we've, we've cut a few things out and I think that's what people have done. Oh, they've cut back on a few things. So, so we're still managing. Um, my gym membership, you know what I mean? That's another one like, cut back on things, still managing, no point in protesting yet. I think everybody's just hoping it's all just going to like level out. I don't know when but, it is going to level I don't out, think though. It is. I think it is. Because the the I think they're quite happy with the prices that they're charging now. Yeah. I think what the government does is they send out a tester and then go, "Any protests? No. <laughs> well, let's keep it at one ninety eight. We're making a fortune here. Yeah. This is the most. And when Boris Johnson leaves office, he'll get this. It'll be this. He was the most profitable prime minister yeah. during a time of a pandemic, and he'll look like a bloody hero, right? Yeah. That's where we're at, yeah. And that's the thing. It's like with getting we got through the pandemic. Who who was prime minister when we got through the pandemic? And that'll be what's remembered. What is you know, remembered for? Not all the shit that came with it. It'll be you know what who, who was prime minister when we got who, through the pandemic? Who guided us yeah, who through guided this? Us through? This, um, this hard time in England, and it was bozzy. Bozzy. And I tell you what, now for the people of the world, we've been duped. You've been duped by Joe Biden, you've been duped by Boris Johnson, Keir Starner and all of them, because, to be honest with you, I agree with Dave. They're not fit to run. None of them. Yeah, none of them represent me at all. That's what I'm saying. Did you watch that video I sent you earlier on the F2? I did. Segway mm. to sports. Go. Um, yeah, so, the if you, me being an F1 fan, a few years ago, they introduced the halo onto the cars. And the bit that you're going to have to explain why it's called the halo because it looks like a halo and it goes above your head. Um, so we're, we're in the cockpit where the drivers sit. There's now this bar that's kind of just above the head that goes around the front of them, and it's it was put there for safety to stop anything from hitting them in the head. Um, and everybody went, "Oh, we don't like that. We don't need it. It gets in the way. It looks ugly." Blah 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 blah. And then Roman Grosjean went through a fucking barrier and his car set on fire in a massive explosion and he jumped out of the car and he was fine he didn't die right he was absolutely fine and then a season later max verstappen drove over the top of lewis hamilton and the tire literally touched the tip of hamilton's helmet but then went onto the halo so it didn't break hamilton's neck well, today the same things happened in the F two. Um, we um, I don't know how you pronounce his name, Roy Nissany, I think you pronounce his name. Basically, his life was saved by the halo um, as a, another car got launched. They got this thing called the Sausage Curb at Silverstone, yeah. and he he, yeah, yeah, he went off the, he went off the track. He he hit the curb. His car flew up in the air, and he drove over the top of Nissany's car, mm-hmm. the wheels and the bottom of the car scraping over the top of the halo, thus saving his life. He would have snapped his neck. Yeah. Um, anyway, during the race, literally on the first corner of the, of, not the F2, of this is of the F1 race, um, George Russell and Joe Guan Yu had a bit of a slow start. Mm-hmm. Nicholas Latifi sees the gap, boom, straight through the middle of them. Pierre Gasly sees the gap and aims to go straight through the middle of them. Yeah. As he's making that move, George Russell is already bearing left to try and block, um, not Gasly, to try and block the corner where Zhou Guan Yu can potentially overtake him. Doesn't, doesn't see, now he looks in his mirror, you see the onboarding, he looks in his mirror, doesn't see Gasly coming up by the side of him. Gasly clips him, 
sends Russell spinning, which in turn goes into the side of Zhou Guan Yu, who flips onto his head, and then the car just goes across the tarmac, across the gravel, across the grass. He's upside down. He's literally upside down, and he is scraping across the road. It then flips... Now, you've got a barrier. He's at the curb where the barrier is. He's flipped, right? Now, you've got, like, the tyres, the the crash tyres that they crash into, and then there's a little gap, and then there's the fence that the crowd sit behind. He's flipped, gone over the tyres, and landed sideways. He's hit the fence and landed sideways in the gap. Wow. Now, this is how bad it was. We didn't get a replay for about 20 minutes because they didn't know if if he'd survived. In turn, that's caused people to crash behind as well. We lost a few cars in, within the first corner. It got red flagged. Um, once again, that halo, Zhou Guan Yu couldn't get out of the car himself. He was sandwiched between a fence and some tyres, and it took yeah. them ages to get him out. He got put on a stretcher. He went to the medical centre at Silverstone, not the hospital, the medical centre at Silverstone, and got the all clear. Wow. Got the all clear. You saw him at the end talking to that's his a- team. The halo saved his life. If that wasn't there, he'd have snapped his neck. Is there an actual creator to the halo, or was it just I've, the F1 that... I've no idea. ...put it together? Um, no idea. I'd have, to, to, I'd have to look into that. Um, and, yeah, it, it's just... That's four times it's now. changed the way F1's four been. Lives well, it's changed the way. Motor racing, not F1. One of the most, one of the most horrible things I ever saw was when... Um, the, the accident that caused Jules Bianchi to pass away. Um, a, a car had crashed out, and that car was being recovered by a crane. And on the same corner, a couple of laps later, Bianchi had spun out, and he actually ended up going underneath the crane, which it snapped his neck. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you didn't get to see the replay. I made the stupid mistake of watching some YouTube footage um, uh, to, because, like, you didn't see what was going on. You didn't know what was going on. We didn't even know that Bianchi had crashed out at this point. So I went hunting, like, what's going on here? Searching, and there was mobile phone footage, and you see it clear as day. And it's one of the most horrible accidents I've I've seen. Um, if there was a halo on that car, he'd still be alive today. Yeah, Jules Bianchi. You know what I mean? Neck. Um, but yeah, neck just gone. Um, so yeah, that. Um, that halo today has saved two lives in one day. Uh, and, and yeah, on the F1, fantastic race. Um, Silverstone just, you know, sometimes, I think Silverstone for me has always been a bit hit and miss. Today was a brilliant race. Lewis Hamilton led a race, yeah. um, which, and there was a very good chance he was going to win the race. Bit of a slow pit stop. You know, that's kind of what stopped it from happening. But he got on the podium. Carlos Sainz got his first uh, victory. He got his first ever pole and his first ever victory. Um, and, uh, yeah, and, and it was just a really, really good race. But health and safety in sport, this Halo, godsend. Absolute godsend. Yeah, and the racing season's quite good this year, actually, because mm. not the normal people have got the fastest cars. So everybody's after having yeah. to work for a living this yeah. year, which is great, right? Mm. Uh, and hopefully the more moving forward. But 
hopefully Lewis can start yeah. bringing the stuff nice, back. Cause... A nice battle between Ferrari and Red Bull at the moment. And the thing about Mercedes, yeah, people are saying, oh, you know, they've got a slow car this year. They're still third. Still third. They're still third. And they've got a, it's a piece of shit in all fairness, like the car is. They're still third because they've got two phenomenal drivers. George Russell is, and I've said this since he um, uh, started in Williams, you know, he was a, he was phenomenal in, in all the other um, formulas, F2, F3. He was such a good driver. And then he gets in the Williams, and he dragged that piece of shit into Q3 most Saturdays. Like, that car was horse crap. He drove the shit out of it. And he got he got his seat in the Mercedes, unfortunately, in the wrong year. You know yeah. what I mean? If, the, if this was last year or the year before, he'd be giving Lewis Hamilton a run for his money. Yeah. Um, he'd, he'd probably have to bow to team orders, but... Um, you know, he'd be giving Hamilton a run for his money, and he is this year, in all fairness. Um, but they're still third. They're still third in the Constructors' Championship. Um, you know, they're, they're still better than all the other cars on the grid, and the car isn't brilliant. They've just got two phenomenal drivers there. And he is a great driver, Lewis. He is. He and is. I'm sorry, his wardrobe's fantastic. His wardrobe's fantastic. He's a good guy, um, and, and he's, he's one of the best drivers in F1. Yes, he has had the best car since the turbo hybrid era started. That's not his fault. He made a smart decision to move from McLaren to Mercedes. He made that decision. He knew what was coming. That's not his fault that his team have developed an awesome car. He's- and Mercedes saw a talent which they went for as I well. Mean, I mean, he wouldn't have been able... I can't just go to Mercedes now and go, yeah. I hear I'm fancying... Well, he's always you know, this, that, and the other. You've you've got to have that ability. He's always driven with Mercedes, even when he was Team McLaren. M- McLaren was McLaren Mercedes. McLaren Mercedes, yeah. You know what I mean? Or they had Mercedes engines. You know what I mean? So he's always driven with Mercedes, and now he's part of that team. Um, so, but yeah, regardless of him having the, the the best car, you could put him in a shit car, and he can still drive it. He can still drive it better than most people on that yeah. grid. He's still he sees the gap and he goes for it. He's still a driver, um, and you know, and he showed that today. Some of the racing he did today was just phenomenal. And I think if they can just get on top of that car, just give it that little boost that it needs, maybe not this season, maybe next season, then bang, they'll be back up up the top. And don't get me wrong, it's not going to be given to him on a plate. They'll have to fight. Max Verstappen is young and hungry. He's got his first world championship. There is no reason why Max Verstappen can't do what Michael Schumacher and Lewis Hamilton have done over the years. Mm-hmm. There's no reason why he can't do that. He's young enough. He can, he'll can. he be racing for years and years to come if he keeps his head on his shoulders and he stays with a good team. There's no reason why he can't win multiple world championships. Um, it's not... you got up-and-comers like Charles Leclerc there, who's also a fantastic driver. You know, Lando Norris, another fantastic driver who's young. All these young guys coming up, you know, Mercedes are going to have to work hard, but they can do it. They can get another world title easily. Yeah, yeah, no. And there was going to be, just on Lewis and everything else, I was going to do a write-up on what somebody who's got a name similar to Ernie Eccles cake um, has said all of this week uh, during an interview. <laughs> but I've changed tack on this type of person. So on somebody like Ernie Ecclescake, I'm not going to give, like, I'm not going to get into a debate about it because they're not relevant. They're not, they're not a person that I would listen to on a Monday to Sunday anyway. Mm. Just because they've said something outlandish. I don't believe anyone should give airtime to. Yeah. And this is where I think the news should go as well. Yeah. Just because an 80-something-year-old bloke has said something, 
Yeah. I don't think then he should be given the ability to go and explain himself all over the shop. Mm. I don't think he should be cancelled. I just think they should just not talk just about it. Talking. Just yeah. go, he's at it again, is he? And he but Lewis Hamilton, I hope you do have a great a great season. I, I'm a massive, massive fan of Lewis. While we're still on sport, just before we sign off, uh, there's been another signing for Newcastle to this, oh, season, this on, week. Mr. Sven Botman okay. uh, has been signed. He's a left-sided centre-back. He's very, very, very fast. He has some pace in his heels. And apparently he's a, he's a really good centre-back. We've beat AC Milan to that signing. Um, which is something I never thought I'd say being a Newcastle fan. We outbid new AC Milan. Mm-hmm. But that's probably got a lot to do with our owners. Looking at say, you got the money. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, yeah, they are spending a little bit too much on this golf uh, week, uh, week that they've just done, paying people £150 million just to play in the tournament. But yeah, we've just signed a gentleman called Sven Botman and the marketing team at Newcastle United thought the best way to deal with a Botman would be to put a bot symbol coming out of the centre of St. James's Park with his name on, like Batman. Yeah. Yeah. Like for Nick Pope, we did the smoke being risen out of Ah. St. James's Park as if a new Pope had been Ah. put in place. Very clever. Yeah, marketing in Newcastle. We're getting really good now. But yeah, we've uh, we've signed another player. Apparently, there's some on the way this week. So every week Sound. we can say who are the Saudis Saudis been signing this week. <laughs> That's a new set, a new set, um, a new segue. Not segue. Not segue. A new feature. Feature. I can't think yeah. of the blue word then. Um, speaking of players, and, and, and <laughs> players, the players in the Premier League. <laughs> right, okay. Uh, I saw um, an interesting image this week, and uh, it's the highest paid player. Every Premier League club. I like these ideas. So obviously, you know that my knowledge of football is not brilliant, Clayon. But I'm now going to not not test your knowledge, but no, I think you should. I'm going to ask <laughs> you, right? Because this is an alphabetical order. It's not in it's not in weekly wage order, but weekly wage. Who last season? Last season was the highest paid Premiership football player. Who does he play for, and how much did he get paid? I'm going to go for last season. Yeah. You see, Jack Grealish signed for 100 million last season, and so did Jaden, and Jaden Sancho was 84 million. But their weekly wage. Their weekly wage. Yes. Oh, last season. Is it he, is he Sancho? No. Nope. It's not Sancho? No. Nope. It's a it's a pretty Ronaldo. Old... Of course it is. Yeah, Ronaldo. Sorry, I completely, <laughs> I completely. We forgot about Man United. <laughs> I... Well, I... Oi, we're doing Man United next week because <laughs> what happened this week, ladies and gentlemen? I was got I wrote a load of stuff to talk about and it was really negative, so I kind of ripped it all out and threw it away because huh. uh, I just didn't like the theme of what it was coming across as. But go on. What was his weekly wage? I'm going to say four two five. Close. Four fifty. No. Four seven five. No, you go with three it. seven five. No, higher, 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 higher. Five hundred. Little bit higher. Five twenty. Little bit lower. Five five ten. Yeah, five hundred and ten thousand. Five hundred ten thousand pound or pounds, euro pounds. Five hundred ten thousand pounds a week. Jesus, half a mil a week. I did not know he was yeah. on that type of money. Get yeah. him out the club. Uh, lowest paid. I'll get. You can guess the team if you want. If you can't lowest think of the played. Is he Brentford? Um, I don't think it was, you know. Lowy's played player. I'll get no, the team first. It wasn't Brentford. Brentford were close, but let me get the team first, and then I'll get the player. I'm not going to know this. 
I'm not going to know this because this is bottom bar. It's not Newcastle, is it, for God's sake? Nottingham Forest. Nottingham Forest. Oh, they've only just been promoted, though. That's a bit of a curveball. Oh, is. so it must be this season. It's then. this season okay, then, yeah, at the cool. moment, yeah. So he's the lowest paid player at uh, Notts. Ethan Horvath, is that how you pronounce it? It's a bit harsh. Doing um, the highest and the lowest. Yeah, 19 grand. Wow. 19 grand a week. Um, so have you got a top 10 in front of you now? No, it's not an alpha. It's not. It's an alphabetical order. It's not in a. But I can work it out. So, um, right, quickly scan my eyes down this. So, yeah, Man United, Cristiano Ronaldo, Ronaldo, number one, second place. It looks like is it Sancho? Man United, number two. No, Man City. Oh, no. This is the highest paid player at every Premier League club now. Yeah. So it's oh, Erling Haaland. So it's um, it's. So the highest paid player in Man United, the highest paid player in Man City. It's one player from So has that club. got Haaland on from Man City? No, it's... Uh, Who's the highest paid player there? Kevin De Bruyne. Kevin De Bruyne. De Bruyne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I get that. So... I was just... Oh, so Kevin De Bruyne's definitely got a clause in his contract that says he has to be the highest paid player at Man City. Oh, okay. No, but... He... Is that you asking me or telling me? No, he has. Oh, he, he will has. have yeah. because they've just signed a massive forward this year. So, just from deduction, he'll be paid a pound higher. Yeah. So, um, so not far, not Tavares, for example. That that Ethan uh, Horvath, nineteen grand. He's the highest paid player for not Forest. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Oh, he's the highest paid player for not Forest, but he's the lowest of the highest paid players. Wow. In the Premier League, that's a massive thing. That yeah, is. Yeah. What's the highest paid player for Newcastle? Is uh, it Camarash? It's it's a joint. It's joint. It's Chris Wood and uh, Trippier. Hundred grand. Oh, I test this. Mm. I'm, that's about right, actually, for Trippier right now. Yeah, Hundred grand. Yeah. Anyway, I thought that was quite interesting. I bet the highest paid player for Man United is is half a million, and the highest paid player for Notts Forest is nineteen grand. Well, it kind of gives you how much money these I mean, clubs make. It's nineteen grand a week. <laughs> it's still, it's still nineteen k. It's still ten k a week after tax, and yeah, it's, it's it's still a lot. It's still forty k a month. <laughs> you know, granted, it's not you know two point five million pound a month. Yeah, but but it's, it's still a it's, lot. Yeah, it's enough. Well, Manchester United, just on Cristiano Ronaldo. It's a nice car and a nice house, you know what I mean? Just on Cristiano Ronaldo. <laughs> Yesterday, he announced that he wanted to leave Manchester United. Yeah. Uh, does he not want to go back to um, his first team, is it? Uh, no. I, what he wants... what I Well, they're in the Champions League, funnily enough. So he wants to go back to his first team, the which team he's... That, is team it Sporting that, Lisbon or Benfica? Like, yeah, something like that. Sporting the team that Benfica. gave him his, his chance. If it wasn't for them, he wouldn't be who he was. And he wants to retire there. Yeah, because he's yeah. already done at Manchester United, and he must have spoke to the manager. The manager said to everyone in the changing room, "Hey guys, are we all looking forward to the Europa League this morning, this this season?" And Ronaldo went, "We, oh we, we, no, I've yeah. never played in the Europa League, buddy. I'm not playing on Channel Five, Jesus. <laughs> so, so Cristiano Ronaldo has done 15 previous seasons in the pre- in the Champions League. Yeah, every single season, 15 seasons consecutively." So would he want to? It is it is age right now to play with Manchester United in a big rebuilding job, and it is a big rebuilding job at Manchester United because Pogba's left. Ling, pretty much everybody who's got good wages and who's a good player has left the building. Mm. Everyone's gone. So Ronaldo's probably standing there with Harry Maguire. <laughs> I've just got a vision of Ronaldo walking in the changing room, opening the door, and going. 
Yeah, football. <laughs> Just leaning in, seeing Harry Maguire go, oh, he's still here. Wan-Bissaka and a few of the others and just going, oh no, I remember last season. And just shutting the door slowly. And Bye, just, leg or, it. Or just grab, <laughs> grabbing his bag at the back of the room and just going, I'm going now. And walking out and running. Apparently, his agent's been seen having having cut talks with Chelsea as well. He's also had talks. It's also around discussing every single European team that's qualified for the Champions League has got mm. an interest in Ronaldo, apparently. Where would I send him if I was Man United? I'd send him Bayern Munich. Mm. I would. I'd say to um, Lebowski. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to leave that in. I'd say to their best striker, Lebowski, um, <laughs> who wants to leave Bayern Munich at this moment in time, um, I'd say, right, you go to Manchester United and we'll bring Ronaldo in. Ronaldo. <laughs> Ronaldo and Ronaldo and Lebowski. Uh, and we'll bring him in. And I, that's the only move if I was Man United. I think Manchester United can actually make right now, mm. unless Benfica come in and go. We'll give you, we'll give you five million for him. To mm. which I'd go five hundred thousand pound a week. Get that off me wage book. I could bring in five extra players on hundred grand. Yeah, who were all really young and a bit. I'm not saying Ronaldo's not hungry, but he doesn't have the engine. Yeah, to do that, he has to mark his running now just because of the age he's at. He's a couple of years younger than me, right? Mm. So. He has to mark his running, his engine and everything else in a football match so he hasn't got the speed and the desire that he once had. I'd ship that straight out of my building on that money. Mm. Half a million a week. I'd be like, mate, come on, you're 38. You want to leave? Yeah, I want to leave. And Ronaldo came out yesterday and announced that he wanted to leave. He went to the press. Yeah. I'm leaving Manchester. I'm intention to leave. So that means he's already got a conversation going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's already deep in conversation, deep in negotiation, and he's on the way out. So, Manchester United, just so if anyone's interested, last season, without Cristiano Ronaldo, are relegated. Without the goals of Cristiano yeah. Ronaldo, are relegated. True. Yeah. Facts. Mm. So, unless they sign somebody quick <laughs> and spend, it's got to be around £200 million and not just on £50 million players. They're yeah. gonna they're gonna be in big trouble. Yeah, because two hundred million on four fifty million pound players ain't gonna cost it. Yeah, you need loads of little signs little, yeah, everywhere. Signings, young, hungry. They've got build to do, the team up again. They've got a well. They've got to buy a forward first. Yeah, don't forget they're they're not bidding Manchester United no more. They're a Europa League football team yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. gone worse and worse and worse for the best part of fifteen years. Yeah, so you're not Manchester United bidding no more. Mm-hmm. You're more like now you're up against Newcastle. Yeah. Now you're up against Arsenal, and Newcastle don't mind at this moment in time. We've just done it to AC Milan. We will flex. Yeah. Yeah. Them Saudis will flex. Yeah. Yeah. We're owned by a country now. We're not owned by an organization. Yeah. So Manchester United don't have the buying power. You're not in the same league as Chelsea. You're round about in the same league as Chelsea but you're not in the same league as Man City. Mm-hmm. You're not in the same league as Newcastle United no more. You're not in the same league as PSG no more. It's really nice saying that. Do you see how many times <laughs> I keep saying it? You're not in the same league as Newcastle United spend-wise yeah. anymore, so forget it. 
So it'll be really interesting. I'm really interested in this season because Manchester United at this moment in time aren't at the same level as Tottenham. Right. Arsenal, Chelsea, Man City, Liverpool. They're around West Ham level. Newcastle are around the same level as well. So I'm really interested to see what team Man City, Man United are going to put together mm-hmm. because at this present moment in time they've got no nothing. standout players or nothing. Oh, well, time will tell. It will. It's going to. Be, I'm going to call it the the chronicle of Man U this season. And uh, speaking of time, time, it's time to call it a day. Dave's been trying to shut me up now for the best. I haven't. I haven't actually. No, 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 it's cool. Cool. We've got nine months catch up on. Um, so uh, yeah, until next week though, we will pause. And we will come back to this conversation. Maybe. We'll see. A uh, big thank you to everybody that has uh, listened to the new episodes, uh, by the way. Uh, a lot of positive responses to last week's episode. I'm glad that people stuck around and uh, and may have been casually surprised when they had a notification saying there was a new episode last week. Um, and uh, yeah, thanks for, for the messages that I've received uh, regarding the episode as well. So it's good to be back. It's good to be talking again. And it's good to be producing content. Uh, so yeah, a big thanks to everybody that listens um, and who have retuned or are newly listening to the show. You guys are awesome. Uh, if you do listen to us, be sure to hit that follow button wherever you listen to us, whether it's Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever podcasts are available. We are available everywhere that podcasts are available i think and if we're not on your available platform just drop me a message and we'll we will sort that out for you you can follow us on social media on twitter it's at shinglers list pc on facebook it's shinglers list podcast uh, you can follow me on twitter shinglers underscore list you can follow cleon at kalbuley and on instagram it's shinglers underscore list and kalbuley5 you guys are awesome and we will see you next time